Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Cone Education Podcast, Let's Talk Hair. My name is Aras Nelson. I'm your host, and I'm so happy you're here. Uh, if this is your first time, I would like to say welcome. Um, there's a ton of episodes for you um, if you choose to dive in and binge listen. It's all here for you. Um, if this is your not first time, and you uh, listen every Sunday or whatever day you listen every week. I just have to say thank you. Um, I appreciate you guys all so much for for the listens and the downloads and the likes and the all of it. Um, it's just validation that uh, my message of wanting to help inspire this industry through my own learnings is being resonated with. Um, it just makes me feel very, very happy. So thank you. Um, the Cone Education podcast is a passion project of mine. Cone Education in general is really a passion project of mine with the podcast, the blog, the courses, the workshops, everything um, to help contribute back to this industry that I absolutely love so much. So I always say um, in my 20 plus years of doing hair, I've asked a lot of questions. I've made a lot of mistakes. Um, I've done a lot of things right, and I've done some not so correct things. And so my goal and the whole purpose is to try and help you navigate this industry with little nuggets of gold, little pebbles of wisdom um, that have helped me along my journey. And as usual, take what works and leave what doesn't. This is all stuff that has worked for me. So if it works for you, fucking awesome. And if not, it's cool. I still love you. So today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about bleach or a lot of it about bleach. So here's the deal. Bleaches and bleaching products, lightening products, whatever you want to call it, have changed dramatically over the past decade. So with the demand from us as stylists to have a bleach or a product that can take a level one to a level 10 in like under an hour with open air balayage and no damage, all of our unicorn wishes, right? But it's caused manufacturers to produce bleaches and lightening products that are very, very strong to try and meet our demands. With products that help build bonds and repair polypeptide chains, and do all of those treatment things. Um, most stylists use these products as an insurance agent, as an insurance agent, an insurance policy, if you will, um, with these bleaches that are very, very strong and very, very uh, potent. So if you're using a bond builder or a Plex or a treatment of some kind, um, I'm not mad at that. Like that is totally fine. What I get mad at, and maybe not mad, but what frustrates me is when those are used while a stylist is being negligent. So, you know, I'm going to put bleach and 40 volume under the dryer, but don't worry, I have Blabaplex. Or don't worry, I have B7, right? Or don't worry, I have K94. Um, these products, these bond repair builder type stuff, help, but they don't fix the problem. Because here's the thing, at the end of the day, hair is dead. 
right? Like as soon as it grows out of the scalp, it's dead. There is no bringing it back to life. There is no resurrecting it. There is no, none of that. It's dead, right? So what we have to try and do is maintain the integrity and give it support, um, but it's dead. And if you push it past its limit, nothing is going to help. So I'm not against you guys using all these products because bleaches have changed a lot. They're a lot stronger. They're a lot quicker. They're a lot more efficient. But if you're not careful and you're not being respectful of the fiber that you're working on and, and counting on these products as an insurance policy, you're in trouble because these products can help like put the bandaid on, but they can't fix what's broken. It's kind of like if you break a nail, right? Like if you have a crack in your nail or you break a nail, right? You can put the super glue and more acrylic to kind of help keep its shape. But at the end of the day, it's still broken. So that's the same thing with hair. So just don't be all crazy with your uh, pushing the limits with bleach with the bond builders. So again, nothing wrong with these bond builder products or these bleaches. The issue is that we're pushing the boundaries with bleach. And in turn, we are causing some serious catastrophic damage to the hair. So understanding all about the lightning products that we have at our disposable, our disposal will give us a clearer idea of what to use and when to use it. So like you do not need to use the strongest, fastest 1000 level lift bleach for every situation. So let's break this down real quick. Okay. The first topic that I should cover is this, that, that we have different products in our arsenal to lighten hair. It doesn't always have to be bleach, right? High lift color can lighten hair. Permanent color can lighten hair. There's oil bleach, there's powder bleach, and then there's like the clay balayage bleaches. So let's break these down a little bit. Let's talk about high lift color. So high lift colors are kind of like the gateway between a traditional permanent color and bleach. It's like if they married, it's kind of in the middle of the two. So high lift colors typically have more ammonia or more alkalizers than permanent color, but they don't have the power, the persulfates or the pH of lightener. So high lift colors will typically create a warmer result and are usually recommended to be mixed with like a double 40 uh, volume to achieve the maximum lifting of the melanin. So there are scenarios where high lifts can be a perfect solution. So like who's a good candidate for a high lift, right? So A, you want somebody who's a natural level seven and above, fine hair texture, maybe medium, um, the client is in the blonde category for client categories. So they were born uh, a toe head and maybe it changed. I teach about this in the fundamentals. Um, if the client prefers a neutral to warm result, high lift is a great option. Or even brunette clients that want like a caramel highlight, high lift is great. If you have a dark haired client wanting to go copper, high lift is great. Instead of bleaching and then putting a copper, just use a high lift. So there are scenarios where a high lift, you shouldn't just scoff at them. Um, there are scenarios where a high lift is a good option, right? It can give generally two to four levels of lift, sometimes more. Um, so definitely a good option in certain situations. And then we have oil bleach. So oil bleaches are a little more gentle than traditional powder bleaches, and they have a tendency to be a little bit less aggressive. So these are the type of lighteners that usually come in like a tube or a tub. Um, 
they're typically like a creamy, oily consistency, and it requires mixing with any developer of your choice. So think of oil bleach as a step up from high lift, but still not quite as potent as powder, okay? So oil bleaches are produced as a liquid, and then during the manufacturing process, um, a thickener is added to create a more viscous gel when you mix it with developer. So when would you opt for an oil bleach? So if you're doing an on-scalp lightening, even at the darkest levels, that first quarter inch of hair is not fully keratinized and will lift beautifully with oil bleach in like 10 or 20 volume. After a quarter of an inch, we're talking a different story, but like generally on scalp oil bleach, great. It's got emulsifiers, it's got conditioning agents, it's not gonna be as irritating on the scalp. Um, this can prevent any kind of chemical burns, especially with lower volumes. Um, if you wanna brighten up dull ends, you could use a high lift or you could use an oil bleach to just kind of brighten them up a little bit. Um, when a client is only needing a few levels of lift, but high lift isn't strong enough, oil bleach is a great option. Um, breaking through old color on mid shafts and ends, oil bleach, great option. Um, also brightening up your blonde. So let's say you're doing a highlight and, um, you know, they've got about an inch or two of regrowth and you put your powder bleach there and you want that foil to be even, why not use an oil bleach with like a five volume, lightly saturate those ends just to make it a nice even canvas. Great option for you, okay? And then um, there's the balayage bleaches, which are powdered lightener with kaolin. They're not as strong. They don't have as, as many of the stronger persulfates, um, and they typically tend to dry out. So balayage bleach really will uh, give you minimal lift. That's why they typically recommend 50 volume with them. Nothing wrong with it. You just got to know what you're working with. And then lastly, powder bleach. So powdered bleach is the most potent option to get the hair as light as possible. There are ingredients in different powder bleaches that vary, but generally, generally, most nine level lighteners on the market are using these oxidizing agents, oxidizing agents. So they're using hydrogen peroxide, ammonium persulfate, potassium persulfate, sodium persulfate. Powdered bleach typically has a very high pH and has a greater ability to lighten the hair, right? So these bleaching agents have the ability to enter the hair's cortical fibers, reach the melanin in order to change the whole chemical composition of the hair. And so changing the composition of the melanin and breaking it down is what gives us a lighter result. So what the bleach does is it diffuses the melanin. Um, so if you have a melanin granule or a melanocyte, the bleach essentially poke holes in that melanin and just diffuses it. So more light is going to pass through that melanin and that hair shaft. And visually, that is how you are going to see a lighter result. You're creating that undertone with the bleach and developer that you're using. So uh, choose wisely. Um, so along with the oxidizing agents, an alkaline solution is also used to help soften and swell the hair right, in order for the oxidizing agents to reach these cortical fibers. And the alkaline pH, uh, the alkaline pH products, um, by mixing alkali with an oxidizing agent, there's two things that happen. Number one, it causes the hair to soften and swell, which is going to help the oxygen released by the oxidizing agents and the developer to penetrate into the cortical fibers and help break up that melanin, causing a lighter visual result. And number two, it's gonna neutralize the acids added to hydrogen peroxide, which makes the chemical breakdown um, rapidly releasing oxygen.
Also ammonium hydroxide does act as a catalyst and accelerates the breakdown of hydrogen peroxide. It accelerates the developer releasing the oxygen, poking the holes in that melanin, okay? So I know that was a ton of information. Go back and listen to it again, take some notes um, because it's important to know these things, right? Like don't just grab a bleach because you like the way the packaging looks. That's like grabbing a bottle of wine because you think the label's cute. You don't know what you're gonna get, okay? Read the ingredients. Look at what you're working with and choose your bleach according to that. Or choose your lightning agent, oil bleach, powder bleach, balayage bleach, seven level lightning, nine level lightning, high lift color, permanent color. Many, many, many solutions, guys, to lighten hair. You don't always have to reach for bleach with 10 levels of lift, okay? So now I want to give you a little bit of um, some tips tips on bleach, things that have worked for me. Again, as always, take what works, leave what doesn't. So number one, not all bleach is created equal. So you have to know your product. You have to know its speed, its gentleness, and its performance. Uh, when choosing your lightener, always make sure to check your ingredients. So bleaches with sodium hydroxide or potassium hydroxide are the most damaging ingredients. So tread lightly and be mindful. Don't use that shit with 40 volume and put it under the dryer. The client's hair will snap. Cool. Um, lightener usually is the strongest and most potent. It's first 20 to 30 minutes after mixing. Afterwards, it will slowly start to diminish in strength. I remember once I saw a post on one of the Facebook groups and somebody was like, do you guys mix your lightener for the day and take it from And I was like, no, <laughs> don't do that. Um, I traditionally will mix one scoop of lightener at a time for short to medium hair, two scoops of lightener for long hair. That's just how I do it. Uh, I like my bleach strong and active. Okay. Um, when doing a foiling application, that's going to take you longer than 30 minutes. Remix your bleach. Okay. Um, if your lightener dries out, it will stop working. If lightener is still wet or it's still moist, it will continue to lighten hair. After 20 minutes, it will slow down, but it will still continue to eat away at the keratin, eat away at the melanin, and it will lighten, okay? Um, let's see. If uh, lifting to white, let's talk about lifting to white because um, lifting to white or like completely decolorizing the hair should never happen. Hair that is bleached to white will have no more internal structure to support itself, let alone to support a toner. So you have to leave some supporting pigment in the hair for the toner to attach to and give strength to the hair. Have you ever had that situation where you highlight and you overlap and there's, you know, a couple inches that are just fucking white, white, and you tone the hair and like nothing happens? You add gold and it just falls right out. You add copper, it just falls right out. Those ends are done. There's done. There's no more structure to support a toner and likely it needs a, um, what is it called? <laughs> Not a chemical cut. My God. A stainless steel treatment. Cut the hair off. It's done. It's done. Okay. Uh, some more tips for you. So powdered lighteners are typically de-dusted. So making sure that you mix up or massage the bag um, or use a comb to kind of stir the lightener a little bit is very important because the active ingredients in de-dusted lightener will settle, causing your bleach to, to perform very erratically. So if you don't mix it around a little bit, those active agents are going to sink to the bottom. And so 
when you're at the end of that bleach, it's going to be strong as shit. Okay. So make sure that you mix it up a little bit, massage the bag a little bit, move things around. Um, heat is never suggested with any lightener. Say that one more time. Heat is never suggested with any lightener. There's no bleach that I know of on the market that recommends putting um, under the heat. So the active ingredients in both the powder and the developer are very unstable and exposing to heat could cause very undesired results. Um, I remember one time that happened, I put lightener and 20 volume in foils, put my client under the dryer and she screams because there was liquid just falling and dripping out of her foils. That was fun. Okay, be responsible when using lightener and don't count on bond builders. Covered this already. Do not count on bond builders to push the hair into its breaking point. A matter of minutes can be life or death, death to the hair when you're working with strong bleaches. So please be mindful. Like, please be mindful. Um, always keep your eye on the bleach. Check often and to see the progress that the hair is making and make sure to wipe off your product from the hair when you have desired results achieved, okay? Um, don't leave it on, just wipe it off. Wipe it off, wipe it off, wipe it off. Okay, so always make sure to shampoo bleach out of the hair, especially if you're planning on toning afterwards. Any bleach that is remaining in the hair will reactivate uh, with the application of a toner and it's gonna degrade your tonal value. So your toner is going to deposit splotchy. So make sure you shampoo it out. You can use Deox, whatever it is, get all the bleach out before you put any kind of toner on. And then lastly, make sure that you're using an acidifying conditioning treatment after you shampoo the hair. This is going to help eliminate residual peroxide and ammonia and can help the hair basically constrict and infuse like cationic charges to help accept the toner more evenly. Um, this is also known as equalizing the porosity. So before you do a toner, equalize the porosity of the hair. Use a conditioner um, that's acidic. You can do that despite what maybe you've been told, but you can do that and you will find, most likely, that your toner results are going to last a little bit longer and um, just look better. So uh, to, to wrap this up, um, I wanted to just give you guys, you know, the options that we have to lighten hair. It's not always bleach. What those different options are, whether it's the high lift or the permanent or the powder or the, the balayage bleach or the oil bleach, when to use those depending on the desired result. And then um, I just shared some tips with you guys that have worked for me that I compiled over the years with bleach. So I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope this got you thinking a little bit. Um, hopefully you took some notes. If you found this valuable, please share it. Um, the only way that this gets out is by liking or commenting or sharing or subscribing or following or all that shit. You don't have to do that, but if you found value in it, I would appreciate it. If not, it's cool. I still love you. Uh, check back next week. Um, I will see you guys next Sunday. Until then, happy hair coloring. <laughs>